Do you have something to say? Do you believe that everybody should be enabled, encouraged and empowered to tell their story? Speaking is power. As it's said, if you can speak well, you can influence. And if you can influence, you can change lives, your own and others. Welcome to the Let's Stand podcast, speaking up about speaking out. My name is Siobhan Fitzgerald and it's a pleasure to connect with you today. I just love to hear young voices. Today I'm excited and delighted to talk to a transition year student, Ella May, who has had the fantastic opportunity to develop her speaking skills through private speech and drama classes. I can't wait to find out more about her journey and hear her story. Hi Ella, it's a pleasure to connect with you today. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Very oh, exciting. I've never done anything like this before. <laughs> There's always a first time. Well, listen, it's my mm. pleasure to have you here today, Ella, because um, I've met you over the years and uh, quite a bit, I suppose, more recently. And I have to say from the outset, I've been really super impressed with your kind of level of quiet confidence. And I know that you have attended private speech and drama classes over the years. So mm -hmm. I am really curious about your experience of private speech and drama classes. So Ella, just to let our audience know a little bit about yourself, can you tell us a little about yourself, please? Okay, yes, yeah, so my name is Ella May. Um, so I'm 16, I turned 16 just there in March. And that, and that means I'm in transition year. And I, like you said, I've done drama since I was about four years old. Basically, my mum put me in when I started school. And I guess drama has been a huge part of my life for the longest time. It's the one thing that I've, it's been kind of like a constant in my life. Mm. It's the one thing that I've always done. And I, I don't think I can even like express how much it's like improved my life and like given me advantages I don't think I would have had if I didn't do it. So I definitely think that it's, helped me not only in school but also just in my life as well like I love to read I love reading mm. like non-fiction fiction I definitely don't think I would be so obsessed with reading if I hadn't begun drama so that's a bit about me and yeah how that's... drama has influenced my life really super that's fascinating so you, you were saying there you started it was private speech and drama classes was it your mother put you into at age four Mm -hmm, yeah, so it's probably around 2009 or 2010 um, that I started. That's basically the youngest age you can start. Right, right. Great. And do you remember, that's quite a while ago for you now, but do you remember what kind of activities you started off with? So when I started off, it's mainly like focused on the speech side of things. So I remember doing poems most of the time they were like festive poems so if it was Christmas time you do Christmas poems it was Halloween time you do Halloween poems but I remember specifically on Halloween there would be a Halloween show where all the kids in the class would get up on these tables and the audience would be all the parents and you would have these costumes on and I 
dressed up as a witch for like five years in a row in the same costume. I just remembered that vividly. So at the beginning, the activities you do would be mainly elocution on how to speak and making sure that you're pronouncing everything before like the drama doesn't really come in until you're older because mm-hmm. of like getting into character and stuff like that's a bit confusing for a four-year-old so I just remember all the poems that we did and a lot of it is just games and socializing oh wonderful and so it's quite casual kind of conversations mm, yeah. with friends and that kind of thing and Ellie, you were saying there about you got up on tables and performed in front of your parents at that young age do you have any memory about how that felt I just I always remember just enjoying it I never remember being really really terrified and nervous because I guess it was like a second nature to me it wasn't any I didn't find it like unusual because I was four or five years old yeah just remember the excitement and then afterwards we get down from the tables and we go in and we have sweets and everything (laughs) you know chatting away and it was just I was just happy I never really remember being scared yeah yeah. as, as I get older and I'm performing in front of people my own age I I guess I'm a bit more conscious now that I'm older and what are people thinking about me but when you're four or five years old you just you do what you're told you get up and you do it and you have your sweets afterwards and you're happy out and you probably loved the attention from your parents and from the audience and it would have all been very positive I imagine I think it maybe a bit maybe into a drama queen a bit I think (laughs) getting up in front of people then it makes me a bit (laughs) I don't think so Ella but um So Ella, what would you say is your favourite activity that you have covered in speech and drama classes then? My favourite activity? I have always said this, that I love like the acting side of things. I obviously, I love speaking and public speaking is probably the biggest part of it, but I have always loved getting into character. So doing my drama pieces for my exam, I loved doing that. I loved getting into a new character every year, but I also loved improvisations. And I'll just explain what it is, basically, I don't know if lots of people know what it is you get up in a group usually it's between four or five people you're given a title or a situation and you have to act that out on the spot so basically you have to like go and just do it and make it up as you go along Mm. I really really enjoyed them because you never knew where it was going to go you never knew what the other person was going to say and again it was all about acting and getting into character so they were probably my favorite things I did in class wow fabulous and what would you say was your least favorite activity that you covered in speech and drama class? Sounds like you've had an amazing experience, but is there something in particular that you enjoyed less? One thing would stick out, probably the improv speeches. So basically your teacher will tell you, get up there in front of the class for two minutes and speak about this. And you may not even know that much about it, but you have to keep talking for two minutes because that's the whole point of the exercise is that you have to keep speaking. And I always, I wasn't the biggest fan of them because if I'm going to put it bluntly, it was kind of embarrassing. You know, you're in front of your peers and sometimes you don't know what to say. And it is probably the most embarrassing one you'll do, but I think it's probably the most effective activity you'll do because it means that in like, if you're debating with someone in class or you're debating with someone just in general, it really like improves your ability to speak on the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Do you remember the first time do you remember that very first time that you did speak in front of a group? No particular memory comes to mind, but I would say my probably my first experience was my first fesh. So my first, I was probably six years old, around that age, and it was in Moat, and mm. it was I probably it was an auditorium. I, 
so there was a stage and then there was the seats that went up and up and up and mm. I just remember um go going up the stairs and I actually tripped going up I remember after my performance I'd done so well I was going up and I just tripped and I remember it was so embarrassing at the time but that was probably one of my first times speaking in front of a large group at one of those feshes probably yeah yeah and do you remember the feeling before jittery nerves like everyone yeah. shaking a little bit but mm. I think I've spoke to you about this before it's you get into it 20 seconds 30 seconds goes by and I just take a deep breath and I realize I'm actually enjoying what I'm doing and I'm not nervous um. anymore and I'm not shaking anymore and especially I think when the audience I can see that the audience is enjoying the speech that yeah. makes me be like oh, I'm doing a good job this is so fun yeah so you kind of get into the flow yeah 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 that's that's amazing and how is the feeling afterwards then how do you feel once you've done it and you've come down how do you it's feel like an adrenaline rush in a way you're after finishing it you're proud of yourself you you want to get up and you want to almost do it again she's <laughs> gone really well so yeah it's one of the best feelings brilliant brilliant and uh ella in relation then to what you do in speech and drama classes so you're in secondary school now you're, you're in transition year but have you done anything that's closely related to that either in primary school or secondary school so primary school would be getting up in front of the things I can remember I can't remember lots of things from primary school but just getting up for projects and also reading in front of class, mm. class that really really helped in secondary school it's an endless list of things you know CBAs writing essays as well I found that I, I'm a much obviously the more you read the better you write and because mm. I read a lot my writing is of a good enough standard so it's really helped me in English again reading in front of class speaking to the class and debates as well we've had a few debates mm. in school and it's just it's it, you can just see the difference between someone who has been speaking for a few years and someone who hasn't and so it has helped me in debates as well so it hel it's helped me in like every class in secondary school. Wow. And would you have in primary school or secondary school, would you have received any specific training in the skills that you get training in in private speech and drama? The only really training I can think of in school was we did have a public speaking class in first year in primary school. I can't remember anything in, pri in, pri or in secondary school. We had the public speaking class in first year, but in primary school, I honestly can't think of any time mm. We've had an exercise to help us public like speak publicly but we had that one class in first year for I think it was half the year mm. and it was good yeah but it, it it was only what a couple of months and we did a few speeches in front of the class yeah was that, that was part nice. was that part of English or no it was an extra class in first year so you would do public speaking and then that class would switch to like computers or something in the second half of the class okay super and Ella, would you say at this stage, at 16 now, would you have a fear of public speaking? A fear? No. I mean, I'm human, so I get nervous before I get jittery <laughs> nerves. But just going back to what I said, I actually do enjoy public speaking, which I know some people might find odd, but it's just because I've done it for my whole life. And I find that if I'm doing a good job about something, if I'm doing a good job of it, I will enjoy it. So I don't have a fear. No. I mean, I'm still nervous about it and if I mess up because I do it's not a nice feeling but no I wouldn't be 
I wouldn't call it a fear, no. Yeah, I think you have a huge advantage. And I don't know if you realize that because I don't, you've probably heard, I think it's about 70% or so of the adult population in the world are supposed to have a fear of public speaking. So mm. not having a fear at that stage, I think you're, you're in a very good position. Um, and as you say, the nerves, there is that difference between fear and nerves. And how would you say then, Ella, that how would you say your speech and drama classes have benefited you most over the years? I think you mentioned a bit about this, but you don't mind saying more. Oh, no, it's fine. Um, so again, it's with the public speaking and the speaking on the spot. Also, analysing poems in English, you spend a lot of time reading poems and breaking poems down. And that's basically you do that in in drama so in your exam you get given a poem and you have to study that poem and break the poem down so I already had those skills going into secondary school and that really helped me especially in the English exam I know I didn't sit the junior sir but I did do the mock mm. and you had an unseen poem so it really helps with that the first time you're seeing a poem and you kind of understand what the poem is about but something probably the biggest thing that has affected me and something I think it's more subconscious it's not something I really realized but it's socializing with people I've been massive so you know meeting new people asking people new questions like it really helps with that because basically I've said this before drama classes is just embarrassing yourself in front of people your age pretty much <laughs> the whole time there so I've embarrassed myself plenty of times in drama so I've almost become immune to that like anxiety of getting up in front of new people because I'm constantly doing it so walking into a room full of new people of course I get nervous and jittery but it's, I think it may be easier for me than someone who isn't used to pulling themselves or pushing themselves out of their comfort zone. Because that is what drama is. Yeah. Constantly doing stuff that you're like, oh, Jesus, yeah. you can do this now. Well, I have to. <laughs> and then you get up and you do it. And you do it again and you do it again. And each time it's not as hard. So that that also applies to my personal life. I found that it's, I, I do think that I'm fairly good at making new friends. I mean, I'm still human, like as everyone, but I definitely think that, it's benefited me even more so in my personal life than it has in terms of like school and academics. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant, Ella. And um, yeah, I'm just thinking, so in terms of your own experience of primary school and secondary school then in general, did you enjoy it? And were you encouraged or were you ever given the opportunity to express yourself in terms of like express your ideas you know, I know all kids have just phenomenal, weird and wonderful ideas. Were you ever given a chance to express that? So I've always enjoyed school, I think, because I've been very lucky to have some really good friends. I have a best friend. I've been best friends with her since I was in third class. And so to have that best friend there, it's, it's really, I'm very lucky. Um, but I have had a good experience in primary school. I went to a mixed primary school and now I'm in an all-girls primary school or not all girls secondary school, excuse me, but I've had a really good experience so far anyway. And I definitely think I have had many opportunities to express my ideas through, I think writing has been the main thing. So in drama, you there's many, like you can enter competitions where you write your own story or write your own poem. And I, I've been doing that since I was maybe nine or 10, right, sitting down and writing my own poems, writing stories and that's that was a way in which I could express my ideas that I was thinking about and I mean my mum 
is always loved when I read, loved when I wrote poems and writing stories. And so did my drama teacher. Like that's something she'll always advocate for is if mm. you write your own poem, use it and enter into competitions. And if you have ideas, don't be afraid to put it pen to paper. Even if it doesn't even really make sense at the time, if you just have like a little notepad, we have a few ideas, you can put together a story and you'll be very surprised how well that will develop when you write it out. But yeah, that's the main way I can express myself is through writing mostly. Yeah, there is that close connection between writing and speaking because obviously before you have a speech or whatever to present, you have to put it on paper in some shape or form first first and foremost, if that's your style. Mm -hmm. What came across to me there as well, Ella, was the importance of encouragement. You mentioned your mom, uh, you mentioned your speech and drama teacher. So did that encouragement, that constant encouragement from your mother, from your speech and drama teacher, that meant a lot to you, did it? Oh yeah, like shaped me as like, my mom has always been like, about trying your best in school and education education is the best thing that you can do for yourself and going on and doing what you like she's always been basically my rock when it comes to that sort of stuff and never made me feel bad about anything she always just told me to try my best and that basically both me and my sister have like this drive of our own so it's almost like she she doesn't even have to tell us anymore to mm. work hard be our best because it's like in us already because of the way she like raised us so yeah. we have very high expectations both me and my sister of like ourselves so definitely my mom and my drama teacher pushing me and encouraging me to like write and read and speak out and act when I was younger has definitely it's it's internalized within me now so it's almost like it's just the way I am and everything I do if I don't do it good I won't do it at all because I can't like do something if I'm gonna if I feel as if it doesn't meet the expectations that I have put on myself and I mean sometimes it does backfire you know pressing yourself mm. there are limits Mm. but for most things I think it's one of the best traits I have is that I do tend to push myself fantastic Ella Ella you mentioned about writing your own poems as well and um, I was just wondering what do you think or or what did you think of Amanda Gorman thought she was brilliant yeah did you No, I thought she was that? brilliant yeah. I, I I loved it I've never really come across that sort of poem and that sort of reciting before and I remember I was just I thought that it was it was so beautiful the way she delivered the poem mm, mm. and I definitely want to into more of that sort of poem because I've never done that before and I mean I'm not a good singer at all so but it's definitely something I do want to look into and I think she was yeah. so 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 talented I think we will hear more about kind of spoken word poetry over the next few years and I think there's an Irish um spoken word poet who's going to be who's had one of her poems added to the leave insert so that may, might be on your leave insert Ella if you get a chance to do it <laughs> fingers crossed so Ella was there anything at all closely related to public speaking skills in transition year for example yeah so we had a class called communications which did touch on public speaking a bit the only thing was it was it was a lot of theory it was a lot of pages and pages telling you the body language the vocal expression which is brilliant and there is a lot of things you can learn from that but I think the best way that students can learn how to do how to speak in public is to get up and do it 
And that is the best way, throw yourself into the deep end. And that's the best experience you can give a, a student is to have them up and doing speeches. So we, so in transition year now, for example, we're writing speeches on our computer, but we're not actually doing them. She's just telling us, if you did this speech, this is how you deliver it well. And that's all well and good. But I just think there's only a certain amount you can teach a child by telling them what to do, whether it's just letting them do it, let them get up and speak. And if they mess up, they mess up and you can just tell them, OK, the next time you do that, just slow it down a bit or just take a deep breath. Or maybe this sentence could be written this way instead of not letting them get up and do it. And I think that's the best way that a child can learn. And Ella, just when you're talking there, it reminds me of something else. So when you're doing your presentations, does anybody give you feedback afterwards or what kind of feedback do you get? Yes. Yeah, so whenever I have any presentation prepared for either an exam or whatever case may be, I, I'll always perform it in front of my drama teacher and she has other girls with her that help her. So maybe college students who are studying drama or I know her, her own daughter comes sometimes. And so you're getting different perspectives from different people. And also a lot of the time she'll have students perform for each other because I think performing in front of someone your own age it's very beneficial because it's another perspective into it so those would be the people that would always comment on my my presentations before I actually go and perform them plus usually I'll say in front of my mum and she will give a few tips as well if she mm. can mm. I'm really curious Ella it's just occurred to me as well so just over the last year and a half with um lockdown because of COVID-19, have you found a big difference between speaking face-to-face -face with people and speaking online? A big difference, like a whole other ball game really. And I prefer in person because I think it's very hard to portray emotion through the screen. And also just little things like looking into the camera, like this is a huge thing that our teachers telling us, don't look down. If you're in an exam, don't look at the examiner on the screen because if right now I'm not actually looking at you, now I'm looking at you. So it's just little things like that you, that you would never really have to consider for years and years before that I would never have considered you have to look into a camera because mm. drama was never online. So just like the rest of the world is adapting to the pandemic, so is drama and it mm. is harder. And examiners are actually marking way stricter online as well. So it is a completely different ball game. So in, in yeah, in May, you mentioned you have exams in May. So will they'll be online, will they? Yes, both online. I did do a public speaking exam in Christmas that was in person. Luckily enough, it was right before Christmas. And yeah. that actually went really well. First, I had never gotten a medal in public speaking before, because like I said, I've always been better at the acting side of things. Yeah. I was actually lucky enough to get a medal this year, which I thought was it gave me a boost of confidence because I always thought that my weakness in speech and drama was the speaking part, but hmm. it did give me a bit of a confidence boost. So I was lucky enough to do that one in person. Fantastic. And I suppose it sounds great that you're at least getting some training in speaking online because there is a chance that there will be more of this in the future. Oh, definitely. I mean, everywhere. Online it will be a part of everything now, I think especially because my drama teacher before would have no clue on how to any of us wouldn't have any clue how to set up a, a class and share screens and now she's fantastic she's sharing screens she's doing breakout rooms she's she's amazing at it now so it's I think it's a whole other set of skills you're learning it's brilliant online um so Ella you mentioned earlier as well about you mentioned just briefly about exams and fetch 
fashion exa exams in, in the speech and drama classes. Um, so you've been doing exams. How many have you done and at what stage are you at? So I'm on grade nine. So there's 10 grades before you can get a diploma. And if you get a diploma, I'm pretty sure you can become a teacher. But basically, because I started young, you have to be at least seven years old to do grade one. So I did two grades before I began the first grade. So technically, I'm in grade nine, but I've actually done 11 grades out of the 12. So that's in uh, speech and drama. In public speaking, I'm on grade six. Okay, so that's where I'm at. So next year would be my last grade in fifth year. So fingers crossed. That so is you you might have that qualification even before you begin third level, which would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, fantastic, fantastic. And Ella, can I ask you, have you managed to keep up your speech and drama classes during lockdown? Yeah, so basically it's like where we are now, it's on Zoom. So it was the, like the drama year imitates the school year. So it begins in September. If you're off school for midterm, you're off drama for midterm. But it's been a bit of a, so from September and October, we were in person and then we went back into lockdown in November. So we were on Zoom and then right before Christmas, we came back and then after Christmas, we're on Zoom. So it's been in and out and in and out. But right now we're on Zoom and we have our exams online this year, which is a completely different ballgame to in-person exams. And I've never done an online exam, so I'm a bit nervous, but that's what we're doing now. So we have classes online and we're working towards our online exams. Okay, fabulous. And how are you finding lockdown in general, Ella? Um, I think like most people, lockdown one, I enjoyed. It was a novelty. It was, we all thought it'd be over. Lockdown two, a bit harder. Uh, lockdown three was a bit of a nightmare, won't lie. Um, I'm just, I just find it very hard not seeing people and not speaking to some people. And even though I do complain about school, it is basically like the only good thing in my life right now because it's the only way I can see people but I really yeah. did struggle in the last lockdown just because how long will this last and it was kind of just like this hopelessness but hopefully with the vaccines now I have a better mindset good stuff good good it is particularly difficult it's difficult for so many people of course but I, I do think it's particularly difficult for young people mm -hmm. um, of your age um, so Ella in terms of speakers then, or actors or performers, who inspires you? Speakers, Malala, great speaker, Michelle yeah. Obama, Oprah, Emma Watson. I've all watched their speeches, like with goosebumps on my arms. Actors, Saoirse Ronan, I love Saoirse Ronan. And Viola Davis were probably my favorite actor. I think she's so, so good. So those are probably the main people I look up to super super and ella looking towards the future then how do you think the training that you received in your speech and drama classes how do you think that's prepared you for the future or has it it definitely has i don't know what i would be interested in if i wasn't if i didn't have done drama because like i said before it got me into reading it got me into just researching things in general which made me interested in true crime which is definitely a path I want to go down and law and criminology and all that so I definitely think if I hadn't done drama I wouldn't have discovered my interest in that so now that I know what I want to do I'm very lucky that I know kind of what I want to do and I have some something to aim for so definitely drama has basically led me 
into that path so I definitely think I don't know what I would want to be if I if I had, hadn't done drama yeah and would you say in any way has it prepared you for um say life events like say for example interviews or anything like that it, like yeah definitely I mean you go into exam and you go into the room and the examiner's up at the table and you sit down and you have so it's all it's automatically like an interview I actually have to do two exams in May I have to do my grade exam and a TY exam which is practically a job interview you go in you give her your CV you sit down you have a job interview and that is the exam so it's basically like a mock-up job interview so it does prepare you so much for job interviews and also I guess a little bit for orals that whole like of environment of walking in and there's an examiner there and you sit down and you have to make small talk with the examiner I've been doing that for years now so it definitely has prepared me for certain situations in school and just in life in general fantastic Ella Ella um just when you were talking there there was one other thing that occurred to me yeah I was just wondering so it's great that you have that preparation for yourself but would there be many other people that you're aware of in your own class at school that would have got similar training to you so there's actually a girl in my there's one more girl in my year that does drama she's brilliant she's really 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 good and there are there's usually about three to four people in every year in school like a couple of people in every year that do speech and drama and you can kind of tell by the way they perform usually I mean you have people who are good at speaking naturally and haven't done like I know some of my friends are really good at getting up and speaking even though they've never got training but there is that bit more of you can kind of just tell when someone has had the experience mm, mm. so there is one other girl in my class that has got the training and she's really 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 good as well and that would be out of a class of how about how many or my year there's two of us out of probably about 70 in my year I think yeah. there's a good few in the year above both in mm. my school and other schools as well yeah so through the speech and drama classes would you be interacting with people of different age groups oh yeah so this year i'm in ty which means i help out my teacher with the younger kids so i've been going online on wednesdays and mondays and i've been helping her with you know some people some of the kids i'm talking to are four years old some wow. eight some are ten some wow. are close to my age so it's really and i i've never really considered myself that good with kids I always kind of get awkward around them for some reason but after this year I've really I've had so many interaction with kids I'm playing games with them and teaching them stuff so I definitely think that experience has helped me a lot working with kids and just people of all age groups as well so I have had lots of interactions with younger yeah. kids actually. That's fabulous I imagine that there's probably some of those four or five year olds looking at you and thinking oh she's my role model <laughs> I want to be like her when I'm I was, I was like that when I was younger the TY helpers were always like the TY helpers like they were so cool so <laughs> what they think of me maybe not I don't know but I think it helps kids to have role models like that kind of closer in age to them than an adult or somebody that's a little bit further yeah. removed so Ella we're coming to the end now unfortunately because I've really really enjoyed this conversation with you I, I sometimes forget that you're just 16. <laughs> you're so um, you're so inspiring, really. But Ella, would you have any particular message for people your age or younger in relation to speaking out? Speaking out. Well, my main message would be don't be scared to be scared of things, because just because you're scared of something, it doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't do it. 
I always say that you should constantly be pushing yourself out of your comfort zone because that's the only way that you can really dis- I think discover parts of yourself and grow the main times that I found out things about myself is when I've done stuff that maybe six months prior to that I would have never thought I would have done so to anyone who wants to get better at speaking make sure that you're doing stuff that makes you so nervous you should be so nervous before you do something because you know that that's pushing you out of your comfort zone don't find yourself in a rut of doing things that you're over and over again and you've already done this and you're not nervous because a lot of people think that being nervous is a negative feeling well in actual fact it's not Mm. a good feeling you should be feeling nervous before you go up because this is something you've never done before and it will improve yourself in the long run even if you mess up the speech when you get up there it's going to work wonders for when you grow up so my main thing would be keep constantly don't be inside your comfort zone be always outside of your comfort zone always be pushing yourself and don't limit yourself and what you can do that would be my main message. Oh, Ella, you're inspiring me. <laughs> Not just people younger than you. I'm wondering, what can I do today now to get outside of my comfort zone? <laughs> there, is a, there is a saying, and it goes something like, just when you were talking, it reminded me of it. A, a comfort zone is a lovely place, but nothing ever grows there. Mm, and I, I think... I love that. Isn't that a nice one? And I think that's the whole benefit of, and that's what, that's the whole benefit of pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. But that's what we're always trying to do in education is just push children gently a little bit step further, a little step further, because as you so articulately pointed out, it's the only way you learn. Yeah. And it's not even with speaking, it's with anything in life, anything you're passionate about. The only way you're going to get better is if you do things that you may not want to do or you may not want to do six months ago Mm, but mm. even academically or in sports or in anything I try to do that in every part of life not just speaking yeah so just as we finish up we're finishing up Ella I hadn't uh, mentioned this question to you but I would love to find out in five years time where do you see yourself five years what age will I be then 21 you'll only be 21 (laughs) maybe 10 (laughs) Well, hopefully I will be still in college or learning. Um, hopefully internet, I've always, I want to travel so badly, mm. so badly. So hopefully, please God, I'll be in a different country, maybe learning a different language or maybe in the US or somewhere. And hopefully in a college course, I'm happy with. That's the main thing. Yeah that I'm happy in what I'm studying because if I'm not interested in something I'm studying I'm not going to study it I know I know that even from just being in school I always leave the subjects that I don't like till the end because I don't like them and I don't really interest in them so hopefully I'm abroad learning something I'm interested in and pushing myself out of my comfort zone just like I said wow <laughs> Ella it's been an absolute pleasure I think so many young people so many teachers so many parents even are going to get so much from hearing you talk today. You really are truly inspiring and I wish you all the best. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. (laughs) The Let's STEM programme trains young people from ages 5 to 18 in the skills of public speaking. If you'd like to find out more, check out www.letstand.ie or email letstandspeakout at gmail.com. Until next time, think about what is your story? Thank you for listening. Let's stand speaking up about speaking out. But I won't do what-